Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. If you feel like you're very good politically, it's going to have a much harder, you're going to have a much harder time getting ahead in a law firm if you're remote. There's tons and tons of benefits to working remotely. The most happiness comes from our relationships with other people. Seem for most people that are watching this that it would be something that is that interesting, but I actually consider it a very interesting topic, and I'll tell you why in a few seconds. And it's really, in my opinion, right now one of the most important topics uh, that people should be learning about as they're considering remote versus hybrid versus in-office work. And the reason is because it can have profound implications on the success of law firms and also the success of attorneys. And I'll start off by telling you just a couple of quick stories. The first is that Yahoo is a company that you know is still in business, but is having quite a few. It's not anywhere near. It's a shell of what it used to be. They were one of the first law firms to go or companies to go remote and fully remote, pretty much. And when I think it was Marissa Meyer came in, she tried to order everyone back into work, and this is even be- way before COVID. And basically, she believed that a lot of the problems at Yahoo were because of people working remotely. And uh, and what does that mean? That means that it's very difficult to have teamwork. It's uh, people aren't always reliable, that they're working when they say they are. A lot of information that would normally be shared in person meetings doesn't happen. And just a lot of other things can happen. And and so there was a whole kind of discussion, this is way before COVID, about the benefits to companies of it. And uh, her conclusion was, and a lot of people that were studying at the time, was that uh, remote is actually something that can hurt employers and for a lot of different reasons. And then th- the other thing is for law firms is if you're an employee of a law firm and you're working remotely, there's all sorts of problems as well. You know, one of the things that occurs to me is I always, every time I'm talking to a very successful attorney that's doing very well in a, in a kind of a satellite office of a law firm where the decisions are made in the main office, generally, in order for them to make partner a lot of times, these are in the most competitive firms, they need to go and spend significant time in the main office. And that logic has existed for as long as I've done this. It's been, I've been doing this over 20 years. And the idea is that you need that face-to-face contact, you need to be able to develop relationships. And that's, and if you don't get that, that can be very harmful and you won't advance. And so that's always been the way people think about it. And, and a lot of big firms that don't have remote. And I do think that uh, if you're not in the office, it's much easier to lay you off. It's much easier to assume you're not working. And there's quite a few problems with it. And it can definitely hurt your career. So what I'm going to talk about today is advantages and the disadvantages of remote and in-office work. It's very relevant to your success as an attorney to understand what you're giving up what your career trajectory will look like if you try to do remote work. We have a lot of firms, by the way, I've seen this increasingly over the past few years. We have firms that where people are working remotely at a current job, they interview them, and then they learn that they're working remotely, and they want nothing more to do with the person. They say, this is, this is over. And these are big firms, like big firms. This, we don't want anything. We expect this person to be in the office. And the idea is once you start working remotely, you view it as an entitlement. And a lot of people after COVID did. And then you're always a little bit upset if you have to go into the office and, and you don't like it. And so em- employers almost view it, a lot of them, if you're working remotely and you've been used to that, they view that as a negative. So it's also something 
that you need to, not all employers do, of course, but it's also something that you need to be very careful of because it, it can actually impact uh, offers, it can impact interviews, it can impact a lot of stuff. Now, some firms, of course, like remote work and there's lots of advantages to it, which are uh, it can lower their costs. For example, law firms are a, a traditional buyer of a renter of large blocks of office space in major cities. And when, they're, when they've started renewing leases, they're in many cases getting 25% of space. So they can actually lower their cost. But then the question becomes the productivity, it becomes meeting with clients, it becomes all these things that we're going to talk about today. There's obviously been a dramatic increase in remote work and hybrid work environments, and, and it really has altered the way that people practice. And obviously, it's important to understand the differences of these. So remote work basically is where you can work outside of the office. Usually, you can work from home. And in many cases, you can even work out of state or out of the country. During COVID, a lot of, and actually even now, a lot of people work remotely and they might have a job in New York paying $400,000 a year and, and then live in Charlottesville, Virginia. You know, it was some other place where they like, they want to be. There's some people even will move to Miami and that sort of thing. And it's very interesting. And it does produce a lot of dilemmas for firms because if somebody is living in a lower cost environment, what's the point of the higher salary and the higher cost market? And then hybrid work involves basically working remotely and in office. This is very common for firms to do this. They may require you to be in the office one day a week, some are two, some are three. Uh, a lot of them will give you Monday and Friday off. There's just, And it's not just because the associates want it, it's also because the partners and the staff want it. And then traditional in-office in work is having people come into the office and work full-time at the physical location. And it's very interesting. When I used to work in law firms, I would always try to be the first person there and the last person to leave after the partners I was working for left because invariably, if I was the last person there, I would, they would stop by and chat about things and, and they would see me there working when they left and like it. Uh, and there's not that sort of thing necessarily going on when you're working remotely. And so each of these things, each of these ways of working has different challenges and benefits from both the law, job seeker side and the law firm perspective. And really what I'm most interested in showing you today are I'm certainly going to talk about the good reasons for working remotely and the benefits, but also I'm very concerned with the negative benefits because you have to look at the negative benefits from the perspective of the law firm. And then you also have to look at the negative benefits from your perspective and how it could potentially impact your employment going forward. And you're, you're able to become partner or, or advance or get clients and all this sort of thing. Job seekers definitely value flexibility. Uh, they like work-life balance and they want to be able to progress. And, and certainly society is changing in terms of demands and the type of work attorneys want to do. So having a remote or hybrid work environment can certainly allow you to do that. And I think there's a lot of benefits to it. One of the things that I actually like about it a lot is one of the, I actually, when I was working in law firms, I just hated all the politics. There's so much politics in offices. And, and when, you, when you're part of a, going to the office every day, that politics is just all over. Certain partners are working in silos, certain associates are working in silos, uh, certain people are in and out, and, and you're less, you really have to, you don't have to tolerate that as much when you're working remotely. And also you can, the other thing that's pretty cool is if the law firm is a remote firm, and there are a lot, you can apply to firms 
all over your state. And in some cases, if you're like a patent attorney, you can apply where it's important just to have a national be part of the patent and trademark office. You can apply nationally or even internationally. There's lots of benefits to being able to have more places to apply, more places to work. And there's also a lot of benefits to law firms having more markets to draw people from and more markets um, to have the work done. And But again, you have to understand the negatives of this. And, and really, those are building professional relationships, securing promotions, and receiving immediate and comprehensive feedback. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. In a law firm, when you're going to the office each day, you, you'll go out with people after work, uh, you'll go out for lunch, you'll, you'll stop by and talk to people in the office, around the office for a half hour, an hour, you'll learn rumors, you'll learn who's doing well and who's not, and all that information can be very important for you in order to get ahead. And there's two paths to success in a law firm. And people do it in different ways. One is doing very good work, and one is being a very good politically. And some people are good at one and not the other. Some people are good at both. Uh, but those are two paths to, to power. So if you feel like you're very good politically, it's going to have a much harder. You're going to have a much harder time uh, getting ahead in a law firm if you're remote. It's just it's your benefit is to work in firms where you can work remotely, and then. Law firms also like be, being able to be productive. They like, if, and if you are productive, they like overhead costs. They like being able to get more people to work there. And to the extent they can, they, they want to have team cohesion, data security. It's interesting that as law firms give more freedoms to people and trust people more to work, what ends up happening is more people want to work there and they can actually attract better talent, which and because it's more appealing to people. An example would be the law firm that I first started out at uh, was one of the few law firms, this is a long time ago, that had no dress code. Unless you had to go to court or something, you could show up in shorts and sandals, and people did, and t-shirts. And that was considered very cutting edge. You could not have to wear a suit. And it was the first firm in the country to do this, and which is very funny. We're not talking about that long ago, Twenty. Five years or 20. Anyway, but there were articles about them and all sorts of newspapers and magazines that they were allowing this. And then they were also one of the first to allow people to go 100% remote. And, and that's something obviously that probably helped them continue to attract good talent that was attracted by uh, an absence of rules. So it can be very good for the law firm. It can also be good for people, especially if they're very talented. And uh, of course, the savings and, uh, and being able to tap into a greater talent pool. If I was an attorney and I knew that I wasn't going to practice law for the rest of my career or practice in a law firm, I probably would be very excited about working remotely. And literally, I would seek out firms where I could do that. So it's a consideration depending on the type of law that you want to practice in the long run. Because if your goal and you know it is to go in-house, so your goal is to work in the government and your goal is to make money for a few years and then do something else, then and this is, it would be very good for you to do that. 
if you didn't want to benefit from the relationships and so forth that you would develop if you were in a in a a remote firm. I have seen to the extent we've allowed people in our company to work remotely, there are drops in productivity. People play games. And so it's funny to watch, but we, for kind of line employees, and we have, I don't know, 150 people working here and of all different salary levels, but we install and they know it software on their computers that monitors their productivity. And so people try to game that by having machines that automatically tilt their mouse every 10 minutes and it's, it's, or, or switch pages and, and the software picks up on that. But the more working remotely, the more games like that you'll see. And just this transition is not just about changing where it gets done, but it's how it gets done. And, and you suddenly will have fewer face-to-face interactions, fewer schedules, a clear separation, a less clear separation from work and home. And, and I, when I'm talking to people that are working remotely, I hear dogs barking, I hear, I see people walk in, and it's not always the best thing. Employers think of that. And then it also is a way to get opportunities as well. We'll talk about that. One thing that we're doing in our forms, we have sign-up forms when law firms come and give us jobs. And then we also have forms when candidates submit the resume. We're going to, we started, uh, we'll start, uh, I think in the next week or so, asking people what kind of employment they're interested in, and then asking employers what type of employees are interested in. So it would be obviously remote, hybrid, or traditional. And, and that'll be interesting to see that. And we'll have a, basically a breakdown of uh, 25,000 plus firms to allow people to know that. And then we'll start putting that on their firm bios and doing things like that. I'm just trying to give you a balanced perspective of this so you can understand how it can help you and how it can hurt you. And I'll go into that. And then really... All of this is about kind of your preferences, the firm culture, and the nature of the work. And all of these things can play a part in terms of your ability to do well working remotely. There's a lot of people that are much better off working remotely and and a lot of firms that are probably much better off having remote employees. And so it's not necessarily all negative and it's something that you need to consider. So remote work is, uh, from your perspective, the employee is meaning you have increased job opportunities. So law firms that have remote work arrangements are very open to people from different markets and there's no geographic limitations. I'll just tell you a a quick story that's cool. I Years ago, I don't know, two or three years ago, actually longer than that, like five or six years ago, I emailed every firm in the country and I just said, are you interested in, we have all these candidates in different practice areas. Would you be interested in someone that might not be in your market to work, to come into your office and, or to work remotely on different matters. And I got a lot of responses. And it was very interesting because a lot of those people had been out of work for a long time because they were isolated by their market. Literally, if you want to work remotely and you're having a hard time finding a job in your practice area, wow, what a great opportunity to take your, your legal experience and, and contact firms. And the firms that were most interested in these kind of people tended to be in smaller markets, not large markets, and not smaller to medium-sized markets. So the majority, just basically things outside the top 50 largest cities. And so you do have a lot of opportunities and a lot more opportunities to work remotely, but you need to understand what you do. So what you do is you don't just apply to firms in your market, you start applying to others. And, and especially if you're in a, in a practice area where there's not a lot of people, which would be you kind of niche practice areas. I would say trademarks a niche practice area, patents a niche practice area, environmental law. There's all sorts of different 
in each practice area. So this is a huge benefit. I, I don't know how much to stress it to you, but you need to start looking at firms in all sorts of markets and, and all over your state, for one, that's probably the easiest. Uh, so instead of just working, planning to try to work in one city in your state, you can apply to firms all over the state. And you can tell them, especially if, and if you're a very qualified attorney, whether it's in corporate or litigation or tax, you can tell the firms that I'm in this other market, I'm willing to work remotely. And if things work out, I might consider in the future moving there, or you don't even have to say that. And, and it gives you a tremendous ability to increase the number of places you're going to work. And so everyone has to get out of this mindset that you only need to apply to markets where you're, where you're interested in. I've, by allowing people through our company to apply to multiple markets, they get far more interviews. I mean, by a factor of obviously not 50, because there's some markets that are very small, but they get a lot more interviews than they normally would get by applying to a lot of markets. And so you can also apply to a lot of markets. You can also apply to firms that have your practice area, even if they don't have jobs. So you can, you can apply to, this is one of the ways that people get positions all the time. They apply to firms that don't have jobs and, and then they end up getting hired because the firm needs someone like that. And so if you're able to do this in geographic areas where there's not a lot of people like you, think of the massive rewards and the massive amount of ways you can get jobs now that firms are open to remote people, very helpful. Um, the other thing is you get a lot of work-life balance. It's much easier to get up and start working at a computer in, at home than it is to drive one hour to work each way. It's much easier to exercise if you want to at lunch or in the morning and, and then go into the office. It's much easier to go to lunch. All of these things, it's much easier if, to not have to pay for parking. It's great. There's all sorts of benefits to it. And back to the job opportunities, you can make money and more money in other markets than you might be making in your markets. These are great benefits. And, and obviously, the, from my perspective, another benefit is also you don't have to participate as directly in office politics. You, you can, you're just working remotely. You're doing the best job you can. In the average office, people spend an hour or two per day, and this is including legal office offices, just talking to associates about different matters. And if you're working in a, a remotely, that whole interruption's gone, and your whole interruption of driving is gone. And, and you can save money by doing things like walking the dog and not having pain someone to do it, being at home when your kids are there. There's tons and tons of benefits to working remotely. But the cons are really, I believe, is that you're going to have potentially a negative career impact. And these face-to-face -face interactions, I believe, are incredibly important to being able to form relationships with superiors and, and being seen for the work you're doing. They make you less human because you're not interacting with people. They're just seeing the results, your hours. And, and they also make for people that are bad at politics or be people that are good at politics, they lessen the importance of that. So what do I mean by being good at politics? I mean that there are people that are very good at forming relationships and getting work from people that may not be as talented as people that could do a better job. There are people that are very good at creating, making themselves look good at the expense of others. There are people that are very good at undermining competition. There are people that are very good at boosting the ego of people that are important and in getting advanced based on that. And so you can play, the, these political games are 
a major part of most law firms, which people don't understand all the time going into it. They're a huge part. They, people will walk around and say things to undermine. Their, there's all sorts of games that are going on. If you are good at politics, which a lot of people are and lawyers are as a general rule, then it's going, you're not going to be able to use that aspect of your personality. And so that actually, for a lot of people, would be a con. For attorneys that aren't good at politics, it's actually a pro. But the other thing is it's isolating. You're not interacting with people. You're not, this could lead to feelings of isolation, disconnection. It can actually lead to psychological problems. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. They talk about the things that people are most happy with in life. And really, it's not material goods. It's not how much money you make. If you buy something or get a promotion, you might feel good about it for a few days. But really, what the most happiness comes from our relationships with other people. That's most of it. It's 90%. If you look at people that are very depressed or having really psychological problems, it's often just because they don't have those kind of relationships. And so if you are in a position where you're out of the office and not forming those relationships, it can cause problems. It can cause a lot of very serious problems, especially if you're, if you're not going to be necessarily making friends at work. Every firm that I've been, ever been in, attorneys were, had very good friendships with attorneys at work. They, people dated and got married, the people they met at the office. There's all sorts of benefits. And I'm not saying that's the right thing, but there's all sorts of benefits of working in an office you're not necessarily going to get. And so all these negativities are very important for you to understand because they can have very serious negative problems. And also, the, in addition to the isolation, it's the lack of information and that you're not getting from your peers. And it's a lack of understanding if there's problems in your firm or where the opportunities lie, because you're not going to get that working remotely. So from the law firm's perspective, they do having a, more people that can work there. They like the ability to hire people from different markets. They like the idea of not being held hostage by people in their, in their own market. That also gives them the ability to pay people less if they want. Uh, and it really also, uh, so there's a lot of pros from their perspective. It also lowers their overhead costs. As I told you earlier, offices that are coming up for renewal, our law firms are taking out far less space. It's pretty, it's not funny, but it's interesting um, that now there's a huge crisis uh, in the office market. And in Los Angeles, this is, uh, there's been, I don't know, two, two million or $2 billion in loan defaults in just the past since the past three months, it's huge because interest rates are up and law firms and other employers that are a big source of rents are not renting places anymore. That's very serious. And so law, but law firms like the low overhead cost. Obviously, they can make a lot more money 
if they don't have to pay for offices. And then the other one is just employees are often happier working remote. All of the drawbacks of working in an office for some people, which include the politics, the driving, the needing to put on pants and a button-down shirt for work, all that's gone and people can be much happier. It can potentially improve morale. It can also lower staff turnover because a lot of people quit firms when other people disapprove of them or don't say hi to them in the halls and where they feel like they have things that they don't know. And that, that's actually a real benefit. They concentrate more on revenue generating activity, which is billing and less on other things. And so the work quality and amount they get is actually can be more. The cons are that it can, there's less teamwork. They, there's less face-to-face interaction. There's less sitting around a conference table and going through things. Uh, there's less information being exchanged. The firm brand, to some extent, can weaken because it's not people are not working face to face, and in all of the political and other ways that shape the way people are, it, it goes away. I like to tell a story that when I was this is years ago, but you can often tell just by the way people behave and dress the type of firm they're right? the firm they're at. Different firms have different brands; they have different types of people that work there, and and it really it, it does create individual firms do have a certain personality that they hire. and Or if you're not quite that personality, you often become that type of personality. So I, it was funny. I was on plane years ago, two planes, and coming going to Los Angeles. And, and I saw one attorney working. And I said to myself, I bet this woman is at a firm called Manat. Because you could, you know, people work on planes. And so I asked her and she was on, at Manat. And then I, I don't know, a year or two later, I was on another plane and I saw someone working and, and based on just clues that with dress, the intensity, the way the person was working, I said, I bet this person is at either Arnold and Porter, and I don't remember the other firm. And turned out the person was at Arnold and Porter. So these, this kind of stuff, like the firms have personalities, the attorneys have personalities, and there's a brand that's created. And I, again, you're talking to someone that does nothing but study law firms and has been doing it and it's people for decades. So I'm not saying that my ability to spot this stuff is perfect or even 75%, but I do have a sense of the type of people uh, that work at different firms. And, and so you lose that, that brand from the firm's perspective if people are working at home. And then you also have all sorts of confidentiality issues and risk related to data security and client confidentiality. One of the things that a lot of people don't know, but I'll just come out and say it. When I was in a, I was worked in a New York law firm, my, and the firm is no longer in business, but I worked in a New York law firm my uh, second summer of law school. And it was a big firm. And one day I, there was a closet, like a kind of a, a big closet down the, down the hall for me. And, and people used to shuffle in and out of there during the day. And, and sometimes uh, partners would come up to it and with a person, they'd unlock it and go in there. And, and one day I walked by and it was open. And there was a guy in there and I was like, what is this? And so these are just recorders. And I was like, what are you doing in there? Do you record the attorneys? And he goes, you're a summer associate, right? And I was like, yeah. And he said, no, they're not recording you. And so it was funny because they were, I don't know if they were recording phone, but there's a lot of oversight that happens in firms. Now, I don't know that kind of stuff exists anymore. And this is before a lot of privacy things, but law firms do monitor people's screens when you're there. They, they do all sorts of things to make sure Things are kept confidential, and there's they do take it very seriously. I this is a couple of years ago. I encountered someone that had been fired from 
one of the biggest New York law firms, and they've been fired because they posted some bad comments about the firm on Above the Law or some, I don't know where it was, something like that. And uh, But they did it without putting their name. And then within a couple hours, the firm uh, found out who it was because they did it on their work computer and uh, fired the person. So law firms, and this is not a privacy issue, and I don't know how much that still goes on, but when you're in an office, law firms have to be very careful with client information and looking at watching this stuff could cause uh, some problems for them. And I don't know that it's that serious, but it's just something to keep in mind. But from your perspective, if you're an attorney, working in a office is something outside, not in an office is something that could help you. And then hybrid work is, I think, the best of both worlds. It allows you to go into the office and, and work uh, where other people are there. And some firms will stagger it and have you have a semi-permanent office. It potentially provides you the best of both worlds because you can clear your head when you're working at home. And then when you go into the office, you're more enthusiastic and try to build relationships. You can still network with people and, and that may that can help you a great deal with your career by being able to go in and network in person. And then it still offers you the kind of flexibility that you may want with working in the office. The negativities are it, it blends space and people may not be comfortable having to you know, pick up and move a few days a week. It also can be, could be, it can be expensive. You, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but certainly if you're in a, a major city where housing is extremely expensive, you do have to have a separate office, hopefully, where you're doing your work. And then you have to factor the cost of that into account, as well as commuting back and forth to work. If you're fully remote, uh, you don't have to bear the transportation cost of even having a car. You could maybe have one car in your household as opposed to two. There's just there's quite a few benefits to that. And then the change of the environment can be inconsistent. What a lot of firms have done is they start off saying, oh, we want to do it hybrid one day a week, and then they go to two, and then they go to three. So you never know once a firm starts doing that, what's going to happen. Law firms do feel that having a, a hybrid remote can improve retention and give people more flexibility and in the ability to have time with their family, at least a physical presence there. It also can allow face-to-face -face interactions. And then it also reduces the operational cost. One thing to consider, this is a factor in your calculus as an employee, if you're trying to work remotely is you suddenly have an extra cost because you have to have quiet office. So the law firm is pushing off on you uh, that expense of maintaining an office in your home while, but while not necessarily compensating you for it directly, except in other ways, which would be the ability to be in your house and not have to drive and other things. Then the problem for law firms is also that it becomes much more complex uh, to manage scheduling, things that need to happen in the office and communication. And then people, there's still could be disparities, which I don't think is that big a deal. And then there is, there could be equivalent overhead cost to having a fully in place group of, of attorneys in the office, meaning they still have to maintain offices and some firms will actually maintain the same office space while allowing people to work uh, remotely. And then of course, there's full-time office work which I think to discuss this is very important because this is what a lot of people do. And, and you need to understand that. The pros of that are it's much easier to see your progression and the growth opportunities. When you're in the office, you're getting information from people. 
You're also getting immediate feedback. So if somebody doesn't like your work or they need a problem, they'll say, I'll talk to you in a few minutes or they'll, you can walk into an office and, and get feedback or, and as opposed to working remotely where you might only talk to a superior once a week and schedule times. And so it's much more difficult. The other type of feedback I think that is also important is from your junior associate, from senior associates or mid-level associates. If you're mid-level from senior associates, that can be important as well. And then the other thing that I think is extremely important is the separation of your work and personal life. So if you're working at home, you may have people stopping in your home office consistently, just as you would if you're working in an office, but it becomes a little bit difficult to balance your, your these two these two things. Because imagine if one of your children needs something, and what imagine if your spouse need you and you are having an argument. All these things become less blurred. And in addition, when you leave the office, it's not the case for a lot of attorneys. But when you leave the office, you can just not take the work with you. But if you are working at home, it's that there's not as much of a boundary and you associate your home with work uh, as opposed to a place to relax and, and, and spend time with your family. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 